Michelle podcast. I think we are at episode 26. Can you believe we have 26 episodes, Justin? Uh, it, it, yes, I can in the sense that, not that it's like, oh, 26, <laughs> but in the sense that uh, I feel like we've been doing it for a while. Yeah, we've been doing it for a while and we're having a good time. Yeah. We have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're having a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of stuff I got to do today. I mean, it is the day before Christmas Eve, and so I'm trying to get all the food stuffs done today. I'm making, I'm making my gravy. Guy Adami, are you listening to me? <laughs> For those who don't Pardon know, me. Guy Adami is the guy who does our business buzz segments on Wake Up Call Press with uh, Aaron Bender and Jennifer Jones Lee twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And he is a uh, Italian, and Pardon he is <laughs> living in New Jersey. And I have a very big crush on him. <gasps> Pardon me. It's okay. It's okay with my husband. Oh, is he on your list? No, no, oh, he's not. Okay. On, he's not on my list. But he, Guy Adami is is exactly the guy I would have married if I had lived back in New York and not had moved to California. <laughs> because if I didn't do that, if I didn't move, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have gotten into radio. I probably would have gotten married. Fairly young, like early twenties, uh, and it, and would have a few kids by now. But uh, so he is the guy. He's exactly the kind of guy I would have married. Exactly. He's, he's, he's a tall drink of water. He's a, like a, a goomba. Italian, yeah. <laughs> I, so, as I asked you before, and not in regards to I don't think I Adami, but I said uh, so. You're into the dudes. You like a gold chain and some chest hair. A little bit, yes. In a tank top. Not not to the extreme. But just a little bit, a little what, bit of that what attitude. Is, what is the extreme? The extreme means he'd walk around all the time like in a wife a, beater. Like a hairnet on his hair at yeah, night to keep no, it slick back? He'd, he'd just walk around all the time with a wife beater on, uh, you know, tank top and and big, giant medallions. See, I'd, 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 you know, I'd date the guy who'd be wearing the tank top sometimes and then have, like, the Italian horn. You know, what is an is Italian a, horn? Is that like a horn of plenty? It's just like a little horn that that like <laughs> some a trumpet? Italians wear. No, it's an oboe. No, it's like an actual horn, like a goat's horn. It's horn? Sort of. It's tiny, but it's just a you know jewelry thing. I don't. I have to go back and look. <laughs> so, you, but you're so you're saying you like old school, traditional gold chain and chest hair. Yes, but not all the time. Yeah, so not Jersey Shore. No, no, no. That is, but I feel like a medallion is more like Flava Flav meets Rocky Balboa is the modern. More Rocky Balboa than anything else. Okay. That kind of, except so, except not dumb. Like Rocky was a little bit dumb, but like really cute and, and sweet. Yeah. In that, you know, the dumb way, but smart about like street smart, but not book smart. <laughs> okay. Where Guy Adami is very both. He's very book smart and street smart. I Only think. this podcast will break down he is totally the intelligence, hate me after this. charisma of uh, of Rocky Balboa. He's, he's gonna Guy Adami's gonna listen uh, to this. Michelle Kilby, she gets me. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Forget her, press it, press it." That was my favorite thing. Do you press your garlic? Press it. No, no, Pardon no. Me. Don't press the garlic. No. Can I tell you something, Michelle Kilby? <laughs> 
Let me tell you what I'd do to you, Michelle Cooper. No, don't don't even get into that. That's just too much. I would take you out on a beautiful no, dinner. No, stop. <laughs> but anyway, he's he's super funny and he's I very buy flowers because I'm old school like that. He's very Italian. Daisies. And he he is very much. Whenever I tweet about, you can follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle. But whenever I tweet about food or and and I'm making something, he'll. Tweet back with, come on! <laughs> I'll say, hey, making, you know, meatball sandwiches tonight. It's meatball Mondays. It's Tortellini Tuesdays. <laughs> it's, you know, whatever it is. He'd be like, come on! Chicken parm Wednesdays. Come on! I would, so, eat, I would eat the hell out of your uh, chicken parm, Michelle Cuby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I got to go home tonight and make the gravy, which for some Italians is a big fight in the Italian community. And listen, my grandparents, my grandmother and grandfather were from Italy. They were from Naples. They came over on the boat. So they were there was they just came one? from Italy on one of the boats. Um and and they always called it gravy. In fact, if I ever called it anything else, I would get a little smack in the Like with a ruler? No, with a little wooden spoon that wow. you used to stir the gravy with. It's it's not sauce, it's gravy. What's the matter with you? And so the, and that's the your rule, grandmother. The rule was if it's if it's without meat it's red sauce. And okay. then if it's with meat, meatballs, sausage, pork shank, whatever, it is gravy. So that's the rule. So that's why I call it gravy. What but Italians you, argue about whether or not you call it gravy or sauce or whatever. What do you call what uh, white trash people like me call gravy? The brown stuff you make in a packet and you some water. You call it gravy. Oh, that's not confusing at all, then. That's brown gravy. Well done, Italians. In fact, this happened once. I may. I You're told, not even like Eskimos. You have no. like 14 different words for yes. snow. You can. And I told my uh, across the street neighbors one year. I said, "Hey, I'm going to make you guys some gravy," and he was expecting brown gravy. And then I bring over a spaghetti sauce. I'm like, "No, this is gravy." He goes, "No, gravy's brown, like brown gravy." No, no, no. It's this is Italian gravy. Just, honey, just honey, the lady across the way wants to make us gravy. Why would she make us gravy? <laughs> it's just. I have a 99 cent packet. I got 10 of them for 99 Just cents. Put it on some pasta and shut I don't up. Know. She said, I'm making you gravy for the holidays. <laughs> Who does that? Why would you make someone gra- I can make gravy. Does she think I can't cook? <laughs> I know you can't cook. How dare you, Herb? <laughs> you can go screw yourself. Maybe you like her gravy. You want to you eat her gravy? <laughs> She's all right. I'm sure her gravy's good. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> so it was so funny. The one, and so I said, listen, just do me, just do me a favor. Just Put it in a pan, heat it up, make some spaghetti, and it makes some spaghetti, and just pour it over it. And and then he was like, "Oh, this is so good, so good. It's do, really, really good." Do you, now? Does he also? I don't. We don't know anything about him. To where is he? Like, is he the cook? When you're the Italian, mm-hmm. it, like, is it weird? Do all Italian men know how to cook? I should, as I guess my question. It depends on. There's two different kinds of Italian men. There are uh-huh. Italian men who know how to cook. By the way, we just wrote your book. Well, no, yeah, there are. There are two different kinds. There's Italian men who know how to cook, and if you watch The Sopranos or if you watch like Godfather, you'll always see the men in the kitchen cooking the pasta sauce, the gravy, quote unquote, and making the meatballs and stuff. And Goodfellas too. Ray Liotta's in the kitchen. And somebody's Is there like, an Italian Who's movie? carving the initials in the tomatoes? Uh, somebody Is there will get a that movie line. that's not about gangsters. <laughs> Those are all my yeah. movies. Sorry. No, it's funny. But so there are those Italian men who who cook all the time and cook for each other, and then there are Italian men who all they do is they're babied by their their mothers, so they don't have to do anything. <laughs> they just eat whatever mama cooks. So the, there are two kinds of Italian. Men. I like right. the Italian men who knows how to cook and can cook, 
maybe doesn't want to cook all the time, but knows how to cook. That's you want a guy who can come in and tap you out because you yeah. like to take care of people. Yes. We've talked about this before on the show. So, right. but if, if, uh, Tim came in, the legendary Dick Cabeza himself <laughs> came in and said, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm going to try to do your voice. I'm going to cook for you today. You'd be like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. All and right. then I would stand behind him in the kitchen the whole time, making sure he doesn't make a mess. You're not doing it right. No. You're not going to, you're never going to cut that garlic with a butter knife. Exactly. Get out of exactly. my Exactly. It's like, I don't even step foot in the kitchen. Crush it. <laughs> so I'm making the gravy. I got to make lasagna. I got to make like three or four lasagnas today. <laughs> How many people are you feeding? Well, I have to make a lasagna that has meat in it. I have to make one that doesn't have meat in it for my sister-in-law who's a vegetarian. And so she's a real big pita. Pain in the ass. Yeah. That's what that means. Although I love her very much. Um, and then I got to make, I usually, if you're going to make lasagna, it's, it's, it's not hard. It's just time intensive. And so if you're going to make it, you might as well make a couple and freeze mm-hmm. them because you got all the stuff out. What do you do? Do you cook the noodles before or you buy the noodles that you cook with mm-hmm. while it's cooking? Oh, I did it. I, hate, I found it. I, I don't the like the dry noodle method. I don't like it. What? I've never liked it. No, I don't. Don't it's like so it. Good. It's not, it's not as good as Regular lasagna made with How noodles it, But it gets too mushy if no, it's already cooked. You got to go al dente? You don't cook the noodles all the way. You cook then them. why cook them at all? Just shut up. I can't even. I'm going to get so mad at you right now. <laughs> and then, okay, so I have to make the lasagnas, and then I have to make the brajol. Brajol! Which is my mother's favorite thing, although she won't eat it on Christmas Eve because she still doesn't eat meat on Christmas Eve, even though I know that's the thing that Catholics do. I don't do that anymore. Sorry, God. So... <laughs> The Pope says no meat on Christmas Eve, Michelle. Exactly. He's telling just like my mother. Um, oh, my God. So I'm going to eat your brujol. I'm going to make it the brujol, which for those who don't know, it's it's a you get a piece of flank steak and you pound it out super, super thin, really, really thin. And then you put on top of it a little olive oil, breadcrumbs, yeah. um, Parmesan, Romano, and a little bit of mozzarella cheese, not too mm. much. Yeah, don't um, go too much with that. Breadcrumbs and a little bit of parsley and mm. some Italian spices. And then you roll it up like a jelly roll and you tie it and you fry it in the in a pan with of a little bit oil? of oil, a little bit of olive oil. And then once you fry it on both sides, you take it and you stick it in your gravy and you let it cook for about six hours. You just let it simmer in you a just let it simmer. gravy. And then when you take it out, you have to take it, you have to be careful taking it out. When we take it out, you take the little ties off and then you can slice it and it's so tender so tender like it melts in your mouth it's so good my mom loves it but she won't eat it on christmas eve i'm very hungry because you just breaking that down almost made me want to propose to you right here on this podcast <laughs> i could teach your wife how to make it no I could time. teach you how to make it no time for backup <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we're doing that i'm doing that today so i gotta do this but i wanted to mention something oh something happened to me in the car the other day and it pissed me off and I don't know, I didn't write down the license plate, Oh! but I wish I would have. But you'll get the sense of what I mean, right? So I was driving the other day. And when I drive my car, I don't do anything but drive the car, okay? Because I hate people who text. I hate people who are on the phone. You don't do makeup. I don't do makeup. I don't do any of that. And you this don't is touch because, the, the radio dial. Well, no, because oh. I have it on my... Uh, on my uh, Thumb? Yeah, it's on my wheel? thumb on the steering wheel. Because so, I hate people that do that because you're in a car. It's a lot of responsibility. Uh, something could happen in a split second. could be very dangerous. A couple of years ago, probably eight, seven, eight years ago, I glanced at my phone once and almost got into an accident, scared the crap out of me. So now the phone is usually 
at the bottom of my purse turned off or in the back seat or even in the trunk. I don't even like it anywhere around me when I'm in the car. So I, when I'm in the car, all I'm doing is driving. And so I, what I like to do, and my husband likes to do this when we travel, is every once in a while you see one of those personalized license plates that's kind of cryptic and you try to figure yes. it out, right? And, which is always a fun thing to do when you're in the car. So you see a, a license plate and you're like, well, what does that mean? What is it? Is? So we, you know, you play the game when you're yeah. at a stoplight or whatever. So I'm, par- I'm, I'm stopped behind this woman who has this personalized plate in front of me. I wish to God I could remember what it said. But I'm looking at the plate and, and trying to figure it out. And then I realize her license plate frame explains <gasps> the personalized plate. It's like a crossword puzzle. No, it explained it, it. It was just like, here's what it means. It says, here's what it means, and then it gives yeah, you the word. Yeah. And I was going, what a way to ruin the fun, you bitch. Whoa. Like, how, like don't ruin my fun in Whoa. the car. People could figure it out. We're not all stupid. I don't think people should do that. So if you have a if you have a personalized plate, don't ruin it by putting what's what, I do wish you had the plate because yeah. I imagine her world is a lot of people going, What does it mean? Like it was, rolling down your window. And it was one of those things, something like uh it was something like No uh, time for backup. Grandma grandson oh, with all the kids. Or, yeah, it was something having to do with the grandson giving her the car. Because the, the frame explained it. It was like these three letters equal this, these three letters, that's what this means. And I was like, you are, that is mean. Yeah. You shouldn't do that to people. We have fun. The only thing we can do in the car to have fun yeah. is try to go, figure out what the cryptic license plate is. I can't play it. Candy Crush on my phone because it's dangerous. I want to solve personalized plates. Exactly. So I don't think people should do that. So if you have a personalized plate, don't explain it on your license plate. I feel like it's people stupid. shouldn't have personalized plates. It seems like a weird form of narcissism. It is, like, but that's besides the point. But my wife does the same. My favorite is when she forgets, like she forgets the pattern. In California, we have the number, right. followed by three letters, followed by three numbers. Right. And sometimes my wife will try to solve a random plate generated by the DMV <laughs> as if it were a personalized plate. <laughs> and I just sit there contemplating my life choices of, of my soulmate. Oh, she's adorable. Five inner word tonight. I tonight that's five three nine. Well, I'm trying to figure five nine. Five, I don't understand. I go, honey, it's just a regular plate. No, look at those. Or it's if personalized. There's, well, but you never know because the the last letter could be an H, and then the first letter could be an eight, and that could be yeah. eight. And then you know what I mean. So I get it. There's nothing wrong with her. Leave no, her yeah. If it was five N W H four six H, she'd be like, why do these people hate New Hampshire? I'm like, that's not what it says. <laughs> so anyway, I just don't like that. I just yeah. think if you're taking the fun out of my drive. By a stupid explanation of what your personalized plate means, don't do it. But the big thing I want to talk about today, well, two things. One, you guys have Elf on a Shelf? We have it, but it sits in uh, my son's closet. So ironically, it is on his shelf in the box, never opened. So what we did was I saw somebody, somebody told me about Elf on the Shelf, and I was like, I like my family. I like doing fun Christmassy things. This (laughs) sounds like a good idea. And this is what everyone, when they venture down the elf in the shelf or on the shelf rabbit hole it begins. It begins with best of intentions. Right. And the whole idea is to get your kids to sort of behave and right. have a little fun. The elf is watching you. Yes. And, and then reports back it. to Santa and it moves, you yeah. know, throughout the night. So the kid's like, oh, my God, yesterday he was by yeah. the front door. Now he's in the kitchen. He really is magical. He yeah. moves. Yes. So that's the whole idea behind it. So you bought an elf on a shelf. And it just sits there. My son asked for it this year. 
because he saw the uh, SNL cold open sketch where the uh, Putin got one for Trump. <laughs> with the camera in yeah, it? Yes, so with the camera. Put it next to your Wi-Fi. So why, when you first bought it, did you guys not do it? How old was your son? At uh, because at, up until this job mm-hmm. that I have now for now two Christmases, I was gone basically the entire month of December. Oh, that's right. Okay, I was so always on the road. So I literally bought it on Amazon, had it shipped to my house. And told my wife it was coming and said, I think this would be fun to do with the kids. <laughs> and your wife's like, sure, you think it would be fun to do. You're not home. I'm yeah. home with the kids. They're driving me crazy. I don't have time to put an elf on a shelf in the corner, then move them again, and then move them again the next day. <laughs> that's exactly what well, she that's was what it thinking. Becomes. That's what it, be- it becomes homework that you as a parent. And, <laughs> and my beef with this is is that it's like we don't have enough parental guilt in the world. There, that's that's what we need. We if, Because you are coming up – because these people, these people that come up with this idea, and then you get the parents who are so – good at everything where it's like oh look at little uh, Furman he built an entire little merry-go-round out of candy cane and toothpicks because he was so bored because you guys have been so good meanwhile uh, there's parents who are more like me who are like no he moved you see his arm look at his arm or you just move him from one side of the cable box to the other you know that's what I would do because you always forget and you're like, oh, where is he? And you try to go find it and move it. Or you, know you find I mean? a G.I. Joe and you have him hovering over the toilet, like holding the elf on a shelf over the toilet. You yeah. Know, you know, those All I would want to do was give him bloodshot eyes and make him look like he went on a Coke bender. That's what <laughs> I would. That's all I would want to do. Just wildly inappropriate. This elf on the Coke shelf. Yeah. Get him a, a Barbie fur jacket and just hide him in the freezer. <laughs> that's what I but get, we don't even use a pitcher of water, but just put like a scuba mask on him from Ken and just dip him in a like he's floating in the fridge in a so pitcher of water. Did you guys so did you? you no, it's broke just, him out. He's still so he's still sitting. In- he's still sitting there. And that because my son this year asked my wife, mommy, I want an elf on the shelf. She goes, you have one. He goes, where is it? She goes on the shelf because it's on the shelf in his closet in the box with the book. He goes, oh, uh, that's the story. I'm done. Yeah. It says elf on a shelf, and he's on a shelf. And she, he did. He kind of gave up after that. <laughs> I don't know if it's because he's like, you know what? I don't need Big Brother reporting my antics back to Santa Claus because that's pretty funny. By the way, him and him and his brother both almost lost their lives the past few days before Christmas. I know. Kids are dumb, man. They oh, they are I so heard the stupid. Story this morning of yeah. of your wife having to wake you up, yes, because you go to bed early. I'll tell it quick because I know we have other stuff to get yeah. to. But uh, just really for the sake funny. of not being rude, is that. I usually go to bed between 6.30 and 7 o'clock every night. My wife gets off work at 6 o'clock. So we have a quick 15-minute conversation. Kids are usually already bathed and fed by the time she comes home. I do all that. So this night, she was going to brush teeth. And I'm uh, I'm going to bed. And then, for whatever reason, my younger son, Jack, starts crying. And I can hear, and she's like, this is what I love. She starts off going, shh, shh, your father is sleeping, shh. While he's, and then it escalates her frustration, (laughs) anger, and she goes, will you shut up? Your father is sleeping. (laughs) I love that. And it always makes me laugh in the bedroom (laughs) because her other great move is she goes, she goes, do you want me to yell? Like that's her threat to them. We can't hit children anymore. So all we have is, do you want me to yell? Because I will yell. And so I'm sitting in there. Then I actually do it. She goes, I will take you outside. I will take you outside if you don't stop right this minute. And then I hear the crying. I hear the in the this is a a Foley term, the bye, right? So it's like a Doppler effect where Mm -hmm. I hear. And then the door shuts. And it's muffled while they're out (laughs) on the back porch. And I'm just sitting here going, I I was and then I finally fall asleep. 
And then the lights come on, door flies open, and she goes, I need you to deal with this. And he's sitting there in his boxer brief underwear only, crying. And I go, what? What? She goes, I am going to hit him if you do not take care of this right now. And I was like, okay. And so I get him to go into his bed. I try to get him to calm down. And he's like, I, I go, no, you don't get once. I go, you push your mom past the threshold. Time to go to bed. Lights out. Let's do this. And then I did the dad. Hey! Like, and it jerks him out of, and I go, breathe, breathe. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and, he goes, and well, no, as soon as they start taking deep breaths, they calm down. But then he said, I said, listen, there's no books. And I go, but here's the thing. I'm going to take away tablets. I'm going to take away video games if you don't stop now. And then always like, <gasps> and then I go, here's the thing. Tomorrow's another day. Go to sleep. And then it was fine. <laughs> but she was, so, I, it's just hilarious. What did she, but she was standing outside the room when you first started talking to yes, him. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then she, what did she say? No, she was talking to Jacob because then the other one started crying. She goes, what's your problem? Right. And she goes. And he goes, you upset and Jackson in trouble. The older one's now crying. Right. She goes, no, no more crying. Listen, I tried to tell him. I tried. He wouldn't listen to me. He's telling me no. He's pulling away from me. My wife on this episode of the podcast sounds like a crazy woman, by the way. No, she's not. She's a very she's loving not. mom, but she has her limits. But at one limits. point, she was outside the room, and she's like, I tried talking to him nicely. Oh, that's right. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried talking to him nicely, but he wouldn't listen. That's what she said. <laughs> Just so you guys know. This is holidays, is, though. Every parent goes through right, this around the holidays. Absolutely. She is the the best. Uh, she's one of the best people I have ever met. She's hilarious. She's funny. And you guys are like you guys are really great parents. Like, you really are. And you have two very well-behaved children, um, with exception of every kid. Every kid has moments. He was tired. Yeah. We've been playing football in the backyard oh, for a lot. Funny. He was exhausted. But I was just... laughing so hard at that story. I was trying to talk nice to him, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs> in fact... We are starting to think about uh, hitting a record button in the morning yes. uh, before the show, <laughs> before wake up call in the yeah. morning to be able to record that stuff and then post it as a podcast because you guys miss a lot of fun stuff <laughs> that you never hear about on the air on the Bill Handel show or on wake up call. It's hilarious. Anyway. Oh, so the big thing I want to talk about today, too, is, OK, now I have this issue with my uh, cell phone, which I have an Android. OK, I don't have an iPhone and an Android. <laughs> So I was texting Justin the other day, and I didn't bring my phone in here with me, but I got it here. I'll I was texting you the other day, and I was frustrated at something. And I started, and I was using the hands free voice feature on the phone. And as I'm using the hands free voice feature, I was cursing, I was saying a few choice words. To prove my point, yeah. because I happen to like to curse, um, and I think it, it. I don't curse all the time, for those of you who are like, oh, she got a potty mouth. I don't curse all the time, but I just think it's effective, and I think there are words that are just appropriate to you sometimes, so fuck you, if you don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I just happen to like well said, Michelle. how curse words kind of put, put a point on something. So I was texting you. Because I think I cut you off with cursing. my own elf on the shelf because I want to hear you talk about this a little bit, but this is what Michelle Cube, she goes, do you guys do the elf on the shelf at your house? That's the question. But then there's immediately followed by this text. I'm thinking about talking about it on the podcast on Thursday because I think that is some S with three asterisks is F with uh, one, two, three, five asterisks up. And this, and then, and then it's, and this phone just bleeped out those words totally. <laughs> Separate so, message on its own. 
I'm using the voice thing, and then she put. I'm assuming it's F with asterisks, S with asterisks, C. So, I, so I'm gonna read it with the curse words. All right, here's the, there's the message. And warning, if you don't like curse words, yeah, skip ahead 30 seconds. I'm thinking about talking about it on the podcast on Thursday because I think this shit is fucked up, and this and this phone just bleeped out the words totally on its own because I'm using the voice thing. Fuck shit, cunt. <laughs> And I was so mad when I saw it. I saw I didn't believe my eyes when I first saw it. And I saw the first word and it was S asterisk asterisk asterisk. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Why are you set? This is my phone. I am messaging people that I know that don't have an issue with language. Why are you censoring me? And then we had this this discussion about how the iPhone doesn't do no. that because you sent me a message that you sent your voice with the F word in it, and it, it spelled it out just fine. So why is Android censoring me? That's because it's a lesser phone, number one. Uh, number two, because uh, we talked about this on the Wired Wednesday segment on Wake Up Call, because Aaron and Jennifer threw this in the show after talking to you, mm. and he pointed out a, a good thing where it's like it goes the other way, where you'll you'll be saying something, and then the the phone started autocorrecting because people were tired of uh, the S word getting turned into shot on the uh. iPhone. And he said, sometimes you can mean one thing, but it changes it to a curse word. So he says, I think this is Android's way of just kind of playing it safe forever. Oh, I was so mad. I bet. I was so mad. That was not, that is bullshit. <laughs> and I don't think, Android, I don't think you should be doing it. Or at least give me the option. Yeah, it's got to be a settings you could tweak at So least. I could fix it. If it's not, welcome to iPhone. Welcome oh, to the dark side. Man. QB. I was so mad. Michelle QB. <laughs> I'm going to get you an iPhone, girl. Guy, he's just too funny. <laughs> Pardon me. Anyway, so it's coming up on Christmas. I mean, obviously, we're doing this podcast now, but we are this weekend. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. It's the time for everybody to get together, to come together and join hands and stop all this polarizing stuff that we've had the last few months. And just that's why I think Christmas and Hanukkah are falling on the same day this year. I think it's important to recognize that. Because we should all love each other and we should all like each other. Yeah. You can piss me off and that's okay, but we should be able to get past it. That's a good point. People shouldn't be harassing no. president's daughters on airplanes while holding their children while she has her kids there. I mean, that's just some mean stuff. It's one week out of the year, people. So, right? Let's come together. Yeah. Because it only happens once every, like, 60-something years the Hanukkah and Christmas come together. That's a good point. Thanks for the music. I appreciate that. You're welcome. That was good. <laughs> I stopped it abruptly. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so I am going to be off next week. You are going to be off yeah, next week. Yeah, girl. Kicking it to you, the curb. Did you do a podcast this week? I did not. <laughs> for a second, I was like, I'm I... promote the podcast. Yeah, you didn't even do one. I'm sorry. I did. Sorry. Well, here's the thing. I have one that since we have done a podcast, mm -hmm. I did. Uh, the one that's really popular right now is the one I did with my kids, which I think we talked about. Yeah. Uh, you get to hear my kid curse. That's adorable. And then I did one with my buddy who made a board game with his son. Really? Yeah. It's a really that's cool thing. Cool. That his, his son, like he just kind of listened to his kid when he was three years old. And they've spent the last two years working together on their own board game. And I think it's called Food Truck City. And it's all from the brain of his three-year-old son. That's so that's awesome. at the latest episode of the Dad Podcast. That is at like the Dad a cool Podcast. Dad. Yeah, he's a great dad. He's, it's really a cool, cool idea. That's why I want to talk about it on the show. So just go to the dadpodcast.com. You can yep. follow Justin on Twitter at KFI Justin. And we he also talk about why my wife, for some reason, wants the neighborhood to see me naked through my bedroom window every day.
That's also true. Oh, before I forget, if oh. you haven't if you haven't seen it, <laughs> you've got to go to the Bill Handel Show Instagram, at Bill Handel Show, because today is Festivus, and this morning we did the airing of Grievances on Handel Show, and then after the show, we did the feats of strength between Button Monkey Justin yeah. and host Bill Handel. Will- so find out who wins at Bill Handel Show on Instagram. I wouldn't miss it. It's it's hilarious. So follow me on Twitter. And Lisa, well, you're in the best. <laughs> She's going to love it. You can see me shirtless, girl. She is going to love it. I'm just saying. Follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle. You can follow Princess on Instagram at PGK the Chi. And for everything else that you want to know, just go to KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle. I got a lot of funny videos up from this week. I was trying to make everybody laugh every day throughout the whole week. So I posted a bunch of funny videos up there for the whole week. And as always, it's Christmas time. Please remember. You are smart. You are kind. You are important. That's so good. We'll see you when we get back. Thank you, my baby.